Before we begin today's show, the movie podcast wants to share our support to the people of Palestine that are being senselessly attacked by the Israeli occupation force. This Ramadan was a very difficult one for many Muslims as our brothers and sisters were ripped out of their homes and beaten while trying to pray. Please check out our show notes for ways for you to support the people of Palestine during this time. Thank you. Everybody now. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Master of None Season 3, subtitled Moments in Love. My name is Daniel and joining me today is Shabazz. Thanks for having me again, Daniel. I know I, uh, I know you had me as a guest last review that we did. We did, yes. Welcome and back. For MODOK, I believe. Yes. And uh, I'm glad you guys called me to come back because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I really had a good time. You know, 100 plus episodes now plus countless reviews. I thought it was a matter of time before we made you a full-time member of the oh, show. Oh, is this the episode where I become a full-time member? I think that was MODOK. Oh, oh I thought I was still a guest I then. think every episode we should make you a new member of the show. Mm, this is how you get away with not paying me. That makes sense. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense now. I was going to actually introduce you as the master of all, uh, but then I decided I, you haven't earned that title yet. No, I, I'm barely, I'm literally a master of none. <laughs> Today, of course, we are talking about the brand new season of Master of None, season three. This season is very different from what you probably may have been expecting for this season of the show. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get there, um, as always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday and watch out for our review episodes like this one and all the latest movies and series. Make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter and Letterboxd. And don't forget, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Join our discord. All the show notes for that and more are in the show notes below for the links. Check it out. Uh, some quick announcements. Uh, we Like Shane said at the beginning of this episode, we have our MODOK review out. We have tons of of movie and show reviews out on the movie podcast feed. So check it out. Uh, the movie podcast.ca or wherever you listen to podcasts, they'll be there. Uh, our next review, which will be going up tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this, Zack Snyder's army of the dead. We'll also have a review for spiral eventually, maybe who knows? It's always pending. It's always pending. Uh, but today we are talking about master of none season three subtitled moments in love. This is directed by Aziz and sorry. Um, and it is available on Netflix on May 23rd. It stars Lena Waithe, Naomi Aki, Anthony Welsh, Aisha Kala, Rosalind Elazar, Cordelia Blair, and Aziz Ansari. And I want to say thank you to our friends at Netflix for sending us this movie, oh, sorry, sending us this show to review. Uh, now, quick little synopsis on this season. Uh, the Emmy Award-winning Master of None returns with a new season that chronicles the relationship of Denise and her partner Alicia. The, it's directed by series co-creator and Emmy winner Aziz Ansari and is scripted by Ansari and Lena Waithe as well. Um, this season, it's a modern love story that it is ultimately in, illustrates the ups and downs of a marriage, struggles with fertility and personal growth, both together and apart. Shay, we are both huge fans of season one and two of Master of None. Season three is very different. Give us your first reactions to it. I think that's important what you said there, you know, season three feels different. And I think if I were to kind of sum it up, it's not really Master of None 2.5, season 2.5, but it's kind of like a 2.8. I know yeah. they don't really do like <laughs> the different points, but it's like it's, it's almost a three. A three. Out of four. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a three, but it's also not 
connected to, to season two. In, yeah. In, in, in that the DNA is still kind of there, but but story wise, not so much. Yeah. It's Master of None presents correct right, moments in love, and it really feels like that that appendage of of the show. How don't I feel about it? Um, I I was I was a bit skeptical going in, knowing that okay, this isn't really continuing on that story because I loved how season two ended. I loved that story that they were telling with Dev. And, and, uh, and Francesca. Francesca. Right. And when we got to season three, or, or what, you know, this is season three, I I was actually surprised. I, I, I had a really good time. I enjoyed it. When I say really good time, I should be careful because it's the there's a lot of brevity in this it's, season. There's a lot of... It's not fun. No, you know? it's, it's a very heavy show. And obviously, Elephant in the Room, too. I do think that this... Uh, season definitely changed with Aziz wanting to be behind the camera more. Correct. Obviously, with a lot of the, I guess the during the Me Too movement. Yes. Um, a lot of uh accusations came out. I don't think a lot of accusations about Aziz. Well, just just yeah, that accusations one, yeah. came out, which yes. is enough. Yes. Right. That came out. And I think um even though he you know addressed them publicly, he wanted to maybe put somebody else in the spotlight right now. And, which and, I think was a smart move. I think it's a smart move too. And and, and how this how this season kind of goes, it you know, you feel out of com- complex emotions, but I always felt like there was a missing ingredient throughout this whole season. It felt like it felt like it was really teetering on on a rope and it was about to finally dive off, but it, it never hit that for me. Right. And of course, this is this is spoiler free yes we're not going into any spoilers of this but and i think that's the kind of the best way to kind of go into it i had a really good time with it. i think in terms of the performances um naomi, naomi aki steals the season absolutely she's right. so phenomenal and i mean the only time i think we've really ever seen her is rise of skywalker yes and, and now in here i was just like wow i want to see more of you there's there's really good dialogue there's really good writing but i think this season could have been an episode shorter and it already is just five episodes. What's interesting, too, with the season is that the episodes, there's five episodes, uh, but they vary in lengths. You know, so you have an episode that's an hour. You have an episode that's 20 minutes. You have another episode that's an hour. So there's it's kind of shuffled around that way, where in the previous season, I believe there were 10 episodes that were about 50 half, minutes, right? Yeah. 30 they, to 40 minutes. Yeah, long, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's that's already different on, on this end, which works. And I think there's there's a lot of good here. I think what Master of None does so well that's continuing from season one and season two um, is obviously just how beautifully crafted the show is, you know, shot on film, the different aspect ratio. Um, it just looks beautiful to look at. And I think what, what the series does so well is show modern relationships, what that looks like, um, you know, and seeing Alicia and Denise kind of deal with their own relationship, being a married couple, um, going through the challenges of that and going through um, wanting to become parents and all of that. Um, there's a it's there's a beauty to it and there's a heartbreak to it and I think that that it, it teeters that line really well. Um, what what I think you said so eloquently, Shay, is that there is a missing component to it, and maybe it's because Aziz's character uh, Dev is in the show mm-hmm. that we're just like he, he he does show up right, but you know what it, it leaves you wanting like oh let me follow his plot line a little bit to see what's going on right and 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 it sucks to say like oh I wish. It was a different perspective, right? Because this this isn't supposed to be his show, like, right? It it isn't isn't right. It, it, it makes you, I think, what what it did for me is make me miss, um, his I guess the the difference to it because this the season almost has like almost like a stage play feel to it, in the sense where it's just like same locations. Obviously, they shot this during COVID, so there's not a lot of 
different locations in it, but it's kind of very stationary. A lot of shots linger. You're in the moment for a long time. It's a lot of one shots. It's a lot of just like take a couple breaths instead of taking a breath because you're in this for a while. These shots linger. The show takes its time. It's a slow burn. I think what made season one and two so much more fun for me were was the fact that you had a you know a cast of characters that were so interesting. You had Dev, you had Arnold, and yeah. you had Alora. You're in Italy, you know. And of course, you had you had you know Rachel, his girlfriend, season one. And then you had Denise. So you're getting a lot of different perspectives. Focusing just on Denise's character is awesome, but it it feels like when shows do like when when a series does an like, episode like, like Master of None when it did Denise's episode Correct. with Angela Bassett, right? Exactly. And it was uh it was Angela Bassett, right? I think it was, it was yeah. playing her mom. And it was like this is her episode and that was a standout episode that the season. The Thanksgiving I, one. The Thanksgiving one it was yes. a standout episode, but now you're getting a whole season of that. I'm like this is great. But it's also just like, but also Dev was in that episode too, right? So that's what that that's what that gave that episode a lot of different areas to explore. Whereas when we're just focusing on Denise, it it's really she's an interesting character, but she doesn't do enough for me in storytelling because there's it, not. I I don't think there's a, a like a spectrum to her emotions. Correct. Right where Dev could be like. Super zany. Hey, I'm Aziz Ansari. That, yeah, was, that, was, that was a that really was, good. That was bad. That was like hey, the guy. intro to that Drake song. You know, right? <laughs> you know like I'm Aziz Ansari. Like that. This, I, yeah, I could be like super. I should be Aziz Ansari because I mean I'm. I look more like. Listen, him. Man, who could do the voice though? You hey can. guys. <laughs> whoa, 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 Aziz. Aziz, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh, you could, he, you know, he could do the em- the emotion which we saw so much in season two yeah. towards the end, especially. Oh yeah. But also be that zany, funny guy. Um, where, you know, Denise's character is a little bit more just like, I'm Denise. Hey, I'm Denise. What's up? Yeah. You know, where it's, it's a little, and again, a little Lina, flat. Lena Waite is, is fantastic. And I think whatever she was, whatever she was delivering and whatever she was trying to get across, I absolutely loved. Yes, for sure. But I, I just wanted more. And that's what kind of kept the show very dry for me at some points. Mm-hmm. And it, it got really heavy and it was sometimes just a lot to take in. And I, and I, that's why I loved the, when we're seeing you know, the other characters sometimes introduced and then it would just quickly go away. Right. So I want to give a shout out to, obviously we, we spoke so highly of Naomi Aki, who is just phenomenal. Um, in the season, there are moments where I'm like, damn, she just steals this episode or steals the moment. Oh my goodness. Um, also I want to give a shout out to Cordelia Blair, who, uh, obviously I won't spoil a character that she plays. Right. You don't really know who she is. Cause this is, I think her first role. Yeah. Um, but you will meet a character named Cordelia in the show. Um, and I, I think she's just so genuinely just real Yeah. and I just loved her performance and it just, it, she made me emotional in the show because she's just it, so, it felt like she was acting, you know, you know what I mean? it just felt so genuine and, and, and just like a hug. Like you just wanted to hug her. Yes. You know, there's so. a warmth to her character for sure. So Shay, let's get into our recommendations for the show. But before we do, I just want to remind you, please check out the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at the movie podcasts. We have lots of reviews coming out this month. We are heading big time into movie season uh coming up we have our army of the dead review we have cruella next week um we have shay doing a quick little sneeze over there that was a cough there was a cough it was a cough uh, uh it was in COVID. Though. no it wasn't COVID. uh but there's so much to look forward to on this feed so make sure you're following us make sure you drop us that five-star review if you like what we're doing now shay please give us your final recommendation for master of none presents moments in love master of none presents moments of love is a is a season that you can watch in about three and a half hours. So think of it like Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then, <laughs> and then you just watch a little bit more of something else after. 
it isn't something that I think you have to rush out right away to start watching. Sure. Um, season one and season two for me war- was that. It was like, you have to watch this right away. We burned through those. We burned through those, and I'd keep watching them over and over again. Season three is definitely a lot heavier, and I'd say you really have to be in that kind of mood to want to watch it. Now, I never know when that when a person is in that kind of mood, because I rarely ever am, but sometimes when I watch something like this, I get in that mood. So sure. maybe try out episode one, see how you kind of feel with it, but that will set the tone for the rest of the episodes kind of going forward, and if you're okay with that, then go ahead. But I'd say you can, on, on Netflix right now, add it to your queue. Sounds good. You know, I want to add it to the queue as well. I think overall the series, um, the season brings everything you love from the series in terms of visuals and just the beauty in it and, and the modern relationship feel to it. Um, but it also felt like there was a little, some, some weird story choices in there as well too, which um, prevent me from, you know, giving it my full recommendation. I think if you wanted just to watch a standalone episode, watch episode four of this season because I think it stands on its own as just such you a... You may be a little confused though. You, you may... You may, you may not. I think it's actually standalone as its own episode. It's a really good one, though. Um, definitely, you know, add it to your queue. If you're a fan of Master of None, I think you're going to check this out. Um, but yeah, I think overall it was good, but it also makes me curious to see what comes next. Is this going to be like a, you know, like a a before series, you know, like before sunset, like where they keep revisiting this because it's yeah. been almost four, four years since the last one came out. Crazy enough. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to our review of Master of None Season 3. Don't forget, you can catch a brand new episode of The Movie Podcast every single Monday and follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. We got lots of reviews coming your way, so make sure you keep it right here at The Movie Podcast. That was this time, and we'll see you next.